This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their products and programs. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves books, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today, I have a guest with us. Her name is Nicole Folkman, who is in her 16th year in education. She started as a high school English English teacher who switched to library around year 13. She has won numerous awards, such as the Penny Kiddo Book Love Grant, which sounds amazing, national runner-up in the Voya Unsung Heroes Grant, which I've heard of, and top 10 finalists for Illinois Teacher of the Year. Amazing. <laughs> She's currently working on reading every picture book in her elementary library and is on the letter M. For real? Yes. <laughs> that is so cool. How's it going, Nicole? Um, it's going pretty well. Um, it was yes. really cool. Thanks. Um, I started doing that because my high school background I didn't have the children's literacy background. And when I switched to district librarian, I was like, I really need to step up my child's knowledge. And so I just pulled the A's off the shelf and just started there. I read two picture books a day and it's been a few years and I'm still only on the M's, but you're taking <laughs> I'm notes? It. are you making notes like favorites and categories? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I make um, databases for the teachers at my school of like different topics they might cover. And I also pay a lot of attention to the setting of books. I have this program I do in my curriculum called Postcard Field Trip, and we travel to different states and countries of the world. And so I make sure to- Through picture books? Yes, through picture books, through middle grade books. It's a lot of fun. And And so I keep it- a program? I um, just created a curriculum for my kids because we're a rural community and we don't have a lot of connections to the outside world besides, you know, the internet. And my kids don't experience as much culture outside of themselves as I'd like them to. So I started developing a curriculum where we do travel with our books. Wow. Is that curriculum available on Teachers Page? Oh, no. Did I lose connection? Um, Nope. I, you know what? I don't, your picture froze. Am I frozen? Oh, no. There you go. Okay. Okay. I'm so just, sorry. No, no you're okay. Rur- rural internet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, let me just go ahead and pick up with a question. Sure. Nicole, is this curriculum available on Teachers Pay Teachers or is it available anywhere? Um, I have just simply started creating it myself and I've started sharing it at librarian conferences. Um, and so if people did want to reach out to me on social media, I haven't put together my website yet, but I would share the resources resources I've been creating. That's fantastic. That sounds awesome. And then there was really something cool about um, your background. Tell us about what's so neat about the school that you are working at, right? Yes. So the school I am a librarian at and was a high school English teacher at is the school that I graduated from. My parents both graduated from and most of my aunts and uncles, as well as one of my grandparents. And now my son attends there as well. That is so cool. That's <laughs> that's what we call keeping it in the family. Yes. Very <laughs> well, nice. so for today, what we really want to talk about is, um, you know, community and literacy. And what are the different things that you're doing as a librarian to provide access? I mean, we've already talked about one. You've created this curriculum mm-hmm. in order to diversify your 
you know, your patrons experiences Mm -hmm. of culture and community and things that are outside of your community. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing for access. So we're a very, very small rural community. We have between our two villages, about 700 population. And so we don't have a public library. There's a little like volunteer one day a week library for open like three or four hours. They do a wonderful job, but it's not a lot of access. And we don't have any bookstores that are closer than probably 45 minutes away. And a lot of families don't get a lot of opportunity to go outside of the county. And so what I realized as a high school English teacher is that that natural fall off of kids stopping reading junior high, high school was happening earlier, even in our community. Um, And I was finding ways to pick it back up with a lot of reading choice in my curriculum, but I knew I needed to do more for our whole community. I grew up not having access to books unless I bought them or my family bought them when we went to town. And so I started by writing grants and I started, um, really it took off because I had all these ideas and I kept waiting for like to win the grants to get ways to bring them in. But during the very beginning of the first lockdown, first book did a, a, like a grant and I could buy bulk books and had a little bit of money to get myself started. And what I started to do was I delivered books to the doorstep of every kid in my community, whether they come to my school or not, um, birth through high school seniors. And I think by the time that we got to this school year, I think I did five different deliveries. Wow. Every kid got at least one book per bag, but most of the time, two or three per child. Um, so, and the books to keep forever, they weren't library books, so they were going to need to turn back in, um, distributed almost 2000 books that way. And so it started getting, my kids now have their own little libraries in their houses. Some of them already did, of course, but some of them didn't. I also was able to start, um, Dolly Parton Imagination Library in my community, um, in, in conjunction with my local United Way. Um, We've covered almost our entire county now, except for the county seat. It's our biggest population area to try to cover. Um, But so that means that every child in my district from birth to age five gets a free book every single month shipped to their house. Wonderful. Um, It's really fantastic because then our kids start coming to kindergarten, all of them having access to books before they come to school instead of some of them having it and some of them not. And then most recently, what I was able to start doing is we have two little free libraries, one in each village that um, a volunteer in the community built for me. And then I have put books in and every week or so I refresh the books in there um, so that we have new and exciting things going on and try to do it for all ages. So that's how I try to rope in those adults too. all of my other things were just for the kids in some way, shape or form. But kids become readers because they see the adults in their lives reading. Mm. And our, our adults really are reading a lot because they're reading on their phones, but it doesn't look like reading to a kid unless the adult talks to them about it. That is so true. It, it totally counts as reading, right? They're learning, they're growing, but it doesn't like when a kid goes to school and they're like, it's time to read. We always open a book. Yes. And so it looks very different. And the message is different. Yes. Um, But if we can also then get the adults to start talking to the kids about the reading they're doing on their phone so that they recognize that as reading 
And then also the adults actually read physical books in front of them as well, because they can get them through the little free libraries 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Fantastic. It really helps grow our generations of readers. So many people in my community, like I'm not the only one at my school who went to school there and teaches there now. Yeah. We grow our people and a lot of people leave and go out into the wider world and do wonderful things, but some of us stay. And if I can grow generations of readers, that just keeps snowballing and keeps rolling for generations and generations. Oh, that's awesome. You know, what, what is my simple goal? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. No. So you just, I wrote, I took notes so many different ways to provide access and when we talk about marketing and we, as a librarian, it's really like, how are you getting kids to come into the library? What, you know, it may be part of their school day, et cetera, but how do you get them excited about reading? And you said one of the ways is through, you know, modeling reading, but what are some other ways that you um, get children excited about the books they're reading? Um, so for the grade school kids, it's really simple. Grade school kids get excited about books. We have library as a part of their school day twice a week. Um, I create, we can't have them come into my physical library this year because it's too small still for them to be able to space out. Okay. So I create a book stack for them of books based on their preferences and every they get so excited. I tie it up with like ribbon and a little bow. And so it feels like a present every week and they get very excited. They leave little post-it notes to me about what they like and what they don't like so that their next book stack can be even better and more attuned to what they want. Wow. Is this a book stack per class then? Per student, (gasps) per class. So every kid gets three books in a little stack for them particularly. And they do end up sharing them quite a bit. Oh my gosh, you got that book. I really want that. And they trade and book stacks. That is a great idea. And what about our, the older readers? The older ones, it's a bit tougher. Their day at school is so tightly scheduled and tightly packed. And a lot of times, because I am the one librarian in our district, I spend most of my time at the grade school because I have to teach my classes over there. And I get to teach journalism in my high school, but it's still only about a quarter of my day on a good day that I get to be at my junior high, high school. So I use a lot of social media to try to reach out to them. I created email lists. And so I send out emails like this one is targeted for my sixth graders, or this one's for my juniors for different things. When new books come in, when I get a grant and it's for sixth through 12th grade for student book requests, I send out that email. What do you guys want? Even if you don't know titles, tell me topics, what are we missing in our library? And then that draws them in too, because, oh, hey, I got that book that you asked for. You can come in this week and pick it up. That's amazing. That really is. And, you know, as we're talking about this, um, you know, those of you listening, our listeners are publishers and um, many different, you know, uh, backgrounds in the book industry, but especially publishers and publishers come up with um, extra books. We, We come up with extra books all the time. And so I want you to consider listeners donating books to different libraries. And in this case, um, how would a publisher reach out to you? Would they go to your website, folkmanforlibrarian.weebly.com? We're going to put all of this in the show, um, show notes. Okay. That one would definitely work. I have my contact information there um, and any of my social media handles, they, um, my DMs are open. So they would be able to reach out to me there as well. Um, we've had some very generous donations from many publishers, yourself included. And we 
I cannot say how much we appreciate it. I couldn't possibly get thousands of books into the hands of children without this. And when I started reaching out to publishers, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a handful of books. Somebody will be able to send me five books and somebody will put me on a list. And maybe once every six months, they'll have a little something. Oh no heavens, boxes sometimes of books. It's been absolutely astounding. And every single book that makes it to my library goes into the hands of a child every single one. That is awesome. Oh, well, I, you know, we always take a quote from the show and you have many, I mean, it's just (laughs) what you were doing for children. It's, it's fantastic. So thank you. Thank you so much. And we are going to put everything in the show notes so people know where to find you. Um, and you know, this will be, we release these episodes every Tuesday. So for those of you listening, um, this will be going out in February. So we're real excited about 2022 on the podcast. And you know that we'll have another guest next Tuesday. Until then, we really encourage listeners to think outside of the box and to not be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Do you have any final words, Nicole? Just the way that we get readers is that they see us reading. And if we can permeate that through our whole lives, create that identity of ourselves as readers, we're all going to be doing a lot better. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, have a great day. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.